Morning, morning, everybody. How's it going? Hope you guys are doing better than I am. From what you don't know, your boy Teddy Hoggle has a broken shoulder. No joke, pain like whoa. But I am home, I am resting. Can't lift anything with it. It just hurts when you know when you feel to yourself that you can't do when you go to do something because I'm right-handed, broke my right shoulder and it just feels nuts. But I am giving you these podcasts because I am able to watch a couple of shows and give you more things to talk about. Yes. So everybody, it's your boy Teddy Hoggle. Welcome to the Teddy Hoggle podcast. And today we will be reviewing from the title, Loki. So, funny enough, I have to give Loki a round of applause for what it has done and for tricking me into thinking that this will be a Friday show and it comes out on a Wednesday on Disney Plus. Very well done by Disney Plus, by the way, for bringing out this show. It's completely different. Models around in the multiverse like I, like I wanted for a long time from me and my missus when I was talking to it about my, with my missus, but we will get into that very shortly. Or you know me, how I am on my podcast, I'll probably forget even to talk about it. But if you know Loki, you know what? I'm not going to spoil this. I'm just going to give you my thoughts about how Loki was and the, how the, how this show is and how I would love this show to end in what, what how it ties into how I would like the multiverse to work. So we've not spoiling anything. Um, it kind of does a recap in the beginning to make you understand why this Loki is alive. And if you've watched Endgame or Infinity War, you do know that Loki passed away. Within this now, Loki has grabbed the Tesseract and basically from the war in New York, he has basically lived. Now, if you you do know, Loki does die by Thanos. Little spoiler, as I said, I just wasn't going to do it. Loki sees his life play out in this film and he sees that he dies. And I think he wants to change who he is because Loki is the god of mischief. He ain't going to get killed and not be able to change his own fate. With this now, the multiverse is born. This is what I've wanted for the longest time when I watched um, Endgame, when I saw them do the multiverse thing in the, in the beginning. I was talking to my missus, I said to my missus, there was a lot of things they could have done in Endgame where they could have introduced a lot of characters. Probably there wasn't enough time. They had to go in a straight line. There probably was talks about it because there's no way you bring up the word multiverse and not try to bring in all the characters from the multiverse that you can. I I wouldn't do it. I would have done it. But knowing me, the story would have been all over the place and it would have got lost. But Marvel did a great job in Endgame and they're going to do a great job with this Loki. So Loki gets captured by the TVA. And basically, the TVA is a organization with the three, or say the three, I'm going to call them celestials, three celestials that look after time and space. So basically, what they do is there's one, let's say one road of time, and if every decision you make, you basically have infinity decisions. And basically, what you do is every decision that you make, it kind of steers you off the path. 
only this happens i would say okay okay, i'll do it 50 50 of the time but majority of the time people are always off their path they're not on the right path as you say and basically low-key grabbing the tesseract brings him off the wrong path because he was meant to die Owen Wilson also does great in this show. So does Tom Huddleston that plays Loki. Um, there is a black lady in it. She was funny as hell. Um, it's good to see them use, um, um, what's it called? X, um, what's it called? Big girls in this show as well because she had a really good role to play. And you can see she's kind of the head guard in what she's doing. And the whole show was dark. It had character building. We haven't seen a lot of world building in it yet, but from what we saw from them showing us the world of the TVA was brilliant. Now, there was an elevator scene where it had all the different type of numbers uh, through this elevator. I was saying to my missus last night, yeah, this does mean something, but because I'm not too clued up on the Marvel side of what it means, I didn't understand what they meant. But they even showed it again in the credits because I even watched the credits in the end to find out what was going on. So the TWA's job is to basically fix the timelines that people adjust and make basically radical movements through time, i.e. Loki living when he was meant to die. So they go through time levels of different time periods if anyone basically changes their fate and they go and fix it and basically have this little, little, like a little lantern thing that they do and they pull the string out and it makes like this... uh, it's like this liquid thing going on the floor and it resets time. With Loki, though, as he is a trickster, you know what Loki does. Loki steals this, he steals the Tesseract to come find that there is more than... they, they, they In the offices, they have more than one Infinity Stone in the office. And it was brilliant. Come on, missus, it's like, how have they got more than one Infinity Stone? And when they said the Infinity Stones don't work in the TWA, whoever has tried to steal the Infinity Stones in the past... Once they get to the TWA, if they don't work, they're useless. So they have like loads of Infinity Stones just there in the TWA. And it's probably even, Loki is probably going to do something with his Infinity Stones. They would not show Infinity Stones and not do something with it. But literally, people were picking up, people were picking up the Tesseract like it was nothing. And I've seen, the Tesseract has lost its power. It wasn't as branded as it was in the beginning, like 10 years ago when it first came into the MCU. Now it's just people are picking it up, they're throwing it. It looks it looks smaller, it hasn't got the cosmic energy around it. It just looks very weird to me how this 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 cosmic power in the beginning was like this all divine power. Now it's just become like a square basically. It's just not it's it's 50-50 how you see it. I would tell you to watch this if you do like the MCU and what they're doing with these spin-offs. Loki, for me, is probably going to be the best one. I can't lie to you. It's probably going to be the best one out of the ones that we're going to see because his storyline is going to meddle in a lot of stuff. He's going to he he's going to do so many things. We've already seen from the trailer he's going to be president. We've already seen he's going to do stupid things and basically just fuck up time where he can. He's not going to care. But there is going to be two Lokis in this. I don't know if the other Loki is Loki, but there is going to be two Lokis in this. And I can't wait to see it. Okay. So when it comes to my multiverse theory, as I didn't forget, 
there's a lot of things that Marvel can do with this, with Loki in it. Loki can make his mind up and do certain things. Um, and with, if you watched Endgame, there was a lot of things that they didn't show you, that they could have showed you and they could have made, made you aware. Okay, so in the multiverse, if you understand it, they could have put X-Men in it, they could have put Scarlet Spider in it, they could have put Miles Morales in it, what I believe they're going to do in the next Spider-Man film. And there's a lot of, like, you could have put, like, Grey Hulk, Red Hulk, She-Hulk, all these things. Because now, now the multiverse is open, Marvel can basically make Phase 4, they can, what's the word? They can give you storylines and see if they work. And if we like them, they can go, okay, that didn't work, that didn't work, that worked. So we'll use that part of the multiverse and we'll use that and we'll... we'll and we'll string it forward. That's what they can do now. The multiverse is open, people. They can do a lot of things. Me, I want to see a multiverse Spider-Man show because there's certain Spider-Men out there, people, that are better than Peter Parker. And I'm telling you now, they have more better moves. Dr. Octavius, when he becomes Spider-Man as well, it's brilliant. You, there's a lot of stuff they can do. And with them starting Loki off with this multiverse Loki, that's what I'm going to call him. There's a lot Marvel can do. So look look out for a lot of things in Marvel that you see that Marvel can now basically just take a chance and make any show that they want. Just to, They can just take a chance. All right, people. So I hope you like the review. It's a bit wishy-washy this week, today, but... I'm hoping you're understanding that this Loki episode is just the beginning. It is literally just the beginning. There's so much they're going to do with this. I think every episode is going to show you something in the Avengers that they could have done. And you're going to think to yourself, wow, why didn't they do that before? Because now they can take risks. They don't have to worry. They can take risks now. Okay, people. So I've been your boy, Teddy Hoggle. I hope you like this review of Loki episode one. Every Wednesday or every Thursday, I'll try to give you another episode well, like once it comes out. Yeah? All right, cool, people. Like, subscribe, and all that other jazz. Later, dudes.